Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, we're on episode uh, 41. 41. Woo, 41. Woo, we're officially middle-aged. Yes. Yay. We're downhill from here. It's all downhill from here. And it uh, probably is. Although next week or next time is the the answer to life, the universe, and everything. That's true. It is. It is. But officially our podcast can start driving fast cars and, di- and dating younger podcasts. Yes. Uh, yes. It's half the, half the number of episodes plus seven. That's right. That's right. So... 27 episodes so or 28 episodes let's let's round up let's round up 28 episodes so that's that's pretty young podcasts yeah yeah that's especially if they're like daily podcasts oh yeah yeah daily podcasts i mean those are like dog podcasts dog podcasts they yes it's like it's like uh so we're, we're at this point we're like what, what is that like in like, dog podcasts in dog podcasts <laughs> We are uh, two hundred and eighty-seven. Are you are you are you multiplying by seven? Or are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm multiplying okay. by seven. I was going to go by like it's a if it's a daily podcast. There's fourteen days in in a, yeah, in a dog day. Yeah, in a in a podcast day. Fair and enough. Fair fourteen enough. times forty-one, five hundred and seventy-four. Episode five seventy-four is what we're going to call this episode. episode. Five seventy-four. <laughs> It's episode 41, episode 574. Yes. If you're counting a dog podcast. That'll, that'll, that'll uh, confuse I'm everyone. I'm sure there are people out there that play podcasts for their dogs so they don't feel lonely. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I don't uh, want them watching television because they'll be too violent, but they can <laughs> podcast about videos. <laughs> I, um, no, like, um, when uh, Becca's parents' dogs were here, uh, like... Like a year ago, at one point, um, I uh, had set up uh, a stream, streaming to YouTube yeah. of my of my webcam, so I could watch the dogs. Uh-huh. And I found out they just barked randomly at a lot of things, sure. and so like at the, at the as I was walking out the door, I would tell the Google Home to just play some NPR. And so the dogs started listening to NPR, and they stopped barking. <laughs> nice. So that works. So they we could have dog listeners. Very cool. <laughs> um, I think if you break it down to the hour, we're like over sixty hours, aren't we? Uh, yeah. If we if we average a tight ninety every every episode, give or take. Yep. Uh, forty one times one point five is what. Uh, 61.5 something like that 61, 62, something like that yep so yeah, fun stuff that's a lot of hours to play I mean yeah I um I always always tell people that that your kids are going to listen to this once they get older and like I hope not you hope not (laughs) I hope not no, I mean like they're when they're like like twenty five or thirty, and they actually respect you as a person. Oh, okay, after dad's dead, because that's the only day that happens. <laughs> I missed my father. I want to get to know him. Then, G- oh. then Gino sends a link to the a podcast. To the podcast one. And, up, just start there, and you'll, you'll be... you're doing well, Violet. Yep. 
Uh, we should start doing a, a, a weekly update on a your message. kids. Just a message, yes. every message, a message every yeah. every episode. But it's got to be about my kids in twenty years. Yes, the that's the trick. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually both starting school, but I think like back east, most schools have already started. So, yeah, We're roughly a week behind the times, I think. Weird schools. Yeah. Sorry, right. they they don't do snow days when they should, so they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't actually have snow days. There have been times where it literally has been a foot of snow on the ground, and we've still gotten to school. Yeah, it's got to be a ton. Of, it's got to be a ton of snow for them to actually delay school or cancel school. Do the, it's actually do the school the, buses have like giant snow tires. You know what? I have no idea. I've never seen actually a school bus. <laughs> um, but the thing is, out here, it's they will actually cancel because of cold. They can't have kids like walking to school and you know negative fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah. Things like that. So they'll cancel based on cold. But actually, snow—if it snows—it usually is gone within a couple hours anyway. So oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, guys, in your weird weather. Yeah, it's very weird. It's very weird. It's to the point where I don't—I don't, I don't believe um, rain clouds anymore because they usually just pass over my city. Okay. So, so if I am actually out anywhere else and it looks like it's about to rain, then I just get totally surprised. It's like, how did this happen? <laughs> All right. All right. So, so yeah, that's episode forty-one coming out August twelfth. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, August twelfth, two thousand and nineteen, the year of our board. Our board. Yes. Okay. The board of podcasts. Okay. The board of podcasts. If you listen to our podcast, you you, you become the board of podcasts. <laughs> you become the board because you get very, very bored of our podcast very quickly. All right. Uh, I mean, this is officially like us riffing on podcasts for like, what, 10 minutes? Yes. It's six minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, take, taking, up, uh, taking up nearly 10 minutes of our tight 90 to talk about podcast show. Yep. All right. Okay, fair enough. We we should jump into things, I guess. Uh, yeah, let's go I don't want to. Fantasy movie league. Let's jump into fantasy movie league. Oh, that really perfect sucks. Perfect Cineplex. Yeah, uh, you didn't get the perfect Cineplex, but you're oh, close no enough. Did they change it to? I think they did. I am ranked 156 out of everybody think. in the world. Leagues, Media Monday show. And it's got a star in the top right corner. Perfect Cineplex. What? No way. Suck it. It is. When it did is. that change? I have no idea. I checked it this morning. And I was like, what's that star up in the top right corner? Does that mean I've got the perfect Cineplex? No way. It's only $100 million. And sure enough, I went into the Fantasy Movie League, the, the official one, and I am ranked 156 out of everybody in the world. you got to work on your, uh, um, your tiebreaker game. 
I know, I know. I, I, I just try and get it in the general area is what I try to do. But, yeah, I'm, I'm working my way up to number one overall. And this also bumps me up to number one overall for us, too. Yeah, it does. Oh, because uh, I, got, I was up uh, by like thirteen million, and now I'm down were, by twenty-one. You were you were killing it week after week to the point where it's like I don't know if I even want to play this game anymore. And funny enough, I submitted this just like a day, like hours before it locked. Mm-hmm. Like I'd forgotten completely. I was like, "Fuck, I missed Fantasy Movie League again." I was like, "No, I have it." And so I rushed this in, and I have a hundred and seven million this week. And Gino in a very close second, very close second, <laughs> at 65 million. Mere 41 million behind me. Uh, See, that's I, all it takes. This I is hedged takes. my me, bets is what I did. and You did, you did. You, you, were, you were trying to be a little bit more all over the place. Like, like kitchen, I knew that... Kitchen got killed. Did kitchen it? got killed. Yeah, it didn't do well at all in the box office. Oh. It only made 5 million. Okay. <sighs> bah. What yeah. was the the worst performer? The worst performer? I have I have no clue. Uh, me. You see here. Where do I figure Looks that like out? Rick forgot to fill out his. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Let's see. Yeah. Um. Aladdin or Annabelle comes home actually only made two hundred or three hundred million basically, but it's still part of the perfect cineplex. Hmm. Yeah, because it was cheap. Yeah, um, but yeah, apparently the kitchen just did, it very much underperformed. Hobbs and Shaw actually did pretty well. It was the number one for the week. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it's box office $25.4 million this week. And Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was only $20 million. Hmm. But you could take like four of those and you could only take yep. one Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. So I got four of those and they were also the best performer. So I got $2 million for each of those. $8 million in total. Two Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Which is now $5.3 million in the box office. Which that's it, still doing pretty just, well. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. For it's as old as it is, I considered actually going to see it a couple days ago. My experiences with Regal Unlimited have been pretty good so far. You you saw Spider Man though, right? Yeah, you did. I did. I, I, paid I, I saw it. it. I saw. Yeah, I, I paid cash money for that. Um, you were considering going to see it again. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I wanted to see a movie a couple nights ago, and I ended up seeing Crawl instead. Which okay, I, I don't know if I made the best decision there. But oh yeah, you were you were gonna, you messaged me you like that or Toy Story. Yeah, I saw kids going into Toy Story. Yeah, and I was like, I don't need to be like one of the only single adults with like some kids about. Wasn't it like it ten o'clock at night when you? No, it was the late show. Yeah, it was like this family I think, and they like, had four quit kids. With people them. take uh, quit. People take. <laughs> yeah, quit people take all your kids to move me. No, the thing is is that um uh, here here's here's a little bit of racism, I guess. Every time I go to the theater, I will see a Hispanic couple going into the movie theater with a kid that is probably under the age of five and they're always going to see a horror movie. 
Right. I think they assume the kid's going to fall asleep during it, but what if they don't? Right. Like, I saw them going into Halloween. There was another horror movie here recently. Like, I will be going to see something else because I don't see that stuff that late. I don't sleep well. <laughs> and this kid with his blankies going in to see Michael Myers slaughter a bunch of people. Oh, uh, man. I, um, I don't know. Yeah. When I saw, um, what movie was that? It was, uh, oh, the one with Rebel Wilson where she hits her head and. Uh, it's, it, isn't it a romantic? Yeah. Something like that? Uh, I saw that, and there was, like, a girl that was, like, she was probably, like, eight, sitting next to me through this entire movie. And it's yeah. very, I think it was PG-13. It might have been R. No, it was PG-13, because she specifically oh, yeah. didn't use the F-bomb. And, and then, and then she could sex. that one time. Yes. But, PG-13 gets one F-bomb. Yeah. But, I don't know, it was very... Very strongly, I don't know, the the yeah. hints to it were, I, I don't know about, like, people bringing their kids to, and it was the late show as well. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to judge other people and what movies they let their kids see or anything along those lines. Well, at least I'm not going to openly judge them. <laughs> I, but the thing is, is that, like, my kids just aren't quite there for a lot of live action stuff. Right. We watched um, we watched a music video recently where there were a bunch of acapella guys singing while being tied up, and they were both really disturbed by their makeup because they looked like they'd been beaten before. Okay. And they asked a bunch of questions like, "Okay, so they're just not they're not ready for live action movies like that." Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about letting ZZ watch uh, Star Wars, at least the original trilogy, with me. Sometime. Okay. Um, where where do you fall on uh, the live action uh, Disney movies that are um, like uh, Beauty and the Beast? We don't let them watch Beauty and the Beast anyway. Like we don't okay. let them watch the cartoon. Okay. Um, uh, Aladdin. It's about a very abusive relationship. They have not seen. They've seen like the original Aladdin, but uh-huh. I mean, we we might see the when it comes out on video. Um, we might see that. Yeah, it's. I think that'll be fine. It's supposed to come out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking at that. But I can't think of any other live-action Disney movies. Uh, they haven't seen Maleficent. They haven't seen... Yeah, there aren't really... Cinderella. They oh, Cinderella. Seen, um, I mean, Mulan comes out, but I don't think that... I don't think that's going to be real... Like the, it's, it's, the animated it's movie war. either. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about war, so... Uh, but it does seem like very girl power, so Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it's a case by case basis. I mean, have you seen Aladdin? The live action? Yeah. No, I have not. I didn't think so. I don't think it's at my theater anymore. Okay. Otherwise, I probably would have gone and seen it, especially with the Regal Unlimited. Yeah. But yeah, so moving away from Fantasy Movie League, I am winning. I am winning, and I am winning. How many weeks do we have left in the season? Uh, three more weeks after this. Oh. 13 weeks in total. Okay. Yeah, so you've got some ground to cover and I've got some ground to lose. Uh, I am 20 million ahead of you now. Yep. And then Becca is 75 million behind me, so. Yeah. 
All I have to do is keep it close to you from here on out. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, it. I know, I know. <laughs> the thing is, that's the thing about Fantasy Movie League. As long, as long as you're within a ballpark, as long as you're within like $10, $15 million, you can make it up in one single week if you just choose carefully. Or like me, kind of rush it out and think, ah, I bet you Scary Stories of Bella Dark will be pretty good. And I can get a few of them. Yeah, I thought that as well. And then I was all like, but... Uh, so I took two, and then I was all like, I I actually had four in my thing, and then I was all like, then I'd have to fill it in with really cheap things, and I mm-hmm. I was like, and I don't think those are going to do as well. So I yeah. I backed out a couple, and I put in more expensive things. Yeah, I I, I went ahead and saw like ah, I can get a couple Spider Men. It's pro- but I was kicking myself because I thought I saw a bunch of things about the headlines about Hobbs and Shaw being number one. I was like, ah, damn it, I've messed up. I really thought that I'd lost this season. But nope, looks like I've won. Because <laughs> Gino's psychological game is really weak. So all I have to do is keep <laughs> saying this, and it'll, it'll be very much self-defeating and keep overthinking and doubt, self-doubting Maybe. every one of his selections from here on. No, no, you know, now i got to go bold and think I'm going to get the perfect Cineplex and go terribly. <laughs> yes, and then like, to be like next week I'm going to be all like, oh yeah, I'm taking eight of the farewell because it's going to be the yes. the perfect Cineplex. Uh-huh. Best performer. Best performer. It's also going to be the one that makes all of the money. <laughs> all right, let's move into some news. Yeah, we've got a fair amount of it. Um, so, so it's the 20th. Yeah, anniversary. it's 20th anniversary of The Matrix, and um, AMC's bringing it back to theaters Oh, cool! Uh, on the 30th. Yeah, I, even though I've got Regal Unlimited, I, I think I've given enough money to see those movies. I saw most of them, I think, two or three times in Did the theater. You? I didn't see the yeah. first one in the theater. I, I saw, saw the, the rest of them. the first one in theater, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's only a one-day thing, so I probably won't yeah. go see it. So, but still, a fair amount of those effects have aged pretty well. And they they probably won't play that at my little eight-screen theater anyway. Yeah, probably not. And I don't I don't like to go anywhere else. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's playing the thirtieth. Yep, that's fun. But yeah, I uh, might I might and... watch it. Again, just to... Yeah, I, I think I think I would watch The Matrix, the first one. Yeah. I think that that one is still a good story. It's self-contained. Um, it's got enough action. It's got, you know, decent enough acting. It's the second and third one that it all really falls apart. The second one is just bad. Just, I think, flat-out bad. It is a C-. And then the third one is just trying to tie things up from the second one. Yeah, like the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis just went too big, too bold. And I think that the effects from all of those and the choreography still is really good, but it's just not. They're not good movies. They're not well written. They're not well performed. I uh, I went to see the third one because they did a global release on that one. Okay, and like it released at like. 10 in the morning Eastern time or something like that. 1040 or something. Okay. Yeah. And so I went to see the movie when it first came out at like 1040 in the morning. It was me and this guy I worked with. And I think he thought it was a date and 
Um, but uh, we were the only ones in theater. <laughs> oh, so you did go for the popcorn trick. Uh, but um, that was kind of fun that they did like a global release time. They were trying to to keep it from from spoilers yeah. or whatever, I guess, or. They they didn't want piracy or... to they didn't want reviews to beat out <laughs> their yeah that's probably sales. yeah because yeah the second and third movies just not, not um but but let's see uh in other news Guillermo del Toro of recent scary stories telling dark fame. Uh-huh. Uh he's uh he's announced that he's officially done making comic book movies. Well, what comic book movies has he done? He did Hellboys. Oh, okay. He did the first two Hellboys. Um it's the one that he really wanted to do and because it seems that the world doesn't actually want to see any of those. He's just he's just not that interested. I think also Pan's Labyrinth was a graphic novel. Oh, okay. And there's a couple others, I think, that he's done that have been based upon graphic novels. Um, But he says that he's officially done with that. So he's focusing on, you know, young adult novels. Okay. Like scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, He also does the, those Netflix series, um, the animated ones. Yeah. Uh, um, Troll Hunters and Three Below, and there's going to be like a third one. Yeah, yeah. I I think that he's he's just the producer behind those. I think. I mean, I think he's. I thought he was like a writer. Board. Yeah. But well. I don't. I didn't. Re- I didn't know if he was directing them or anything. I I didn't think he was. They're, directing, they're pretty good. But yeah, my kids watch. He's involved. In my those. kids watch Troll Hunters, but it's Becca's watched all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's no. They're not bad. They're not bad. It's just they're a little bit more. I think aged up. Like my kids aren't quite there yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of the storyline, it starts off kind of childish, and it, it, it gets does. more. No, because like, I watched the first, I think the first season, all the way through, with my kids. Like I just sat there with them just to make sure that it was okay. And I would mostly off and come back. You know, I'd start doing dinner, or I'd go off to do laundry or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I caught like they continued watching. They binge watched like crazy. And they continued watching, and I caught some of the things happening, and I was like, I think I'm going to veto this show from now on. And they've moved on. They watch Shira a lot. Um, let's see here. What else you got? Let's see. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has said that he's going to do one more film, and then he's retiring from the filmmaking. Wasn't this like film nine? This was film nine. He wants to do it ten. ten. And he says that his final film will be very epilogue in his own words. Okay. And, uh, but I'm, I'm sure that he'll continue being like a producer. And right, yeah, yeah. He very well might even write movies, but the whole writing, directing, and producing thing, I think he's officially done. Yeah. He, he wants to go out on a high note. And I think, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but I think with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's it's a pretty high note that he's going out. Like he he can mess up a lot of that with his tenth and final movie, but yeah, I've it's heard pretty good, good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Amazon has also released that uh, its version of Lord of the Rings, its first season, will have twenty episodes. Okay. Which, if each episode is an hour long, that means it'll cover one eighth of the book. Um, 
I mean, it's not Lord of the Rings. It's 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 pre all of that. Yeah, it just takes place within the universe. Yeah. It's but I, I don't think it's connected with the Peter Jackson movies at all. No, it's not connected with the. It's like in the second phase or whatever, not the third. Like it's whole. It's way older than than Lord of the Rings. In the yes, I, I know, but I'm just I'm also saying that I don't think Peter Jackson is connected with this at all. No, no. And so it actually it's not like it's going to even be mentioning like Legolas or anything along those lines or any of his descendants or anything. I, I realize that it takes place way earlier during the during the fall of angels and everything. But yeah, yeah so it's going to have at least twenty episodes. And in other Amazon news, uh, The Boys is now one of Amazon's most watched series, and that was only after two weeks, and Amazon apparently has messed up, and and they were hedging their bets, and they didn't order a second season until the day before the first season dropped. Okay. And they're kicking themselves because a lot of these actors, like Carl Urban, have already signed contracts for other things, so they've got to wait to film... Gotcha. The second season. So they have no idea when the second season is going to drop. It could be a year and a half to two years from now. That sucks. Yeah. Depending on. Because I, I the... want more of that now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I binge-watched a lot of that. I, I really enjoyed it. And apparently Amazon, they undervalued it. And they didn't sign on for a second, second season. And um, so, yeah. So now they're kicking themselves. Because if they would have signed as soon as they wrap, they could have already been knocking out the second season to drop next year. And apparently some of those actors have already gone on to do other stuff. And I see some recasting happening. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I think they'll keep the main cast. I think Homelander, I think Carl Urban, I think, you know, a few of those people will come back for sure, but I'm sure there's some actors that are like, no, I've already got a job. I mean, if you want to wait and I can film my episodes later. Maybe. You know. I don't know. I think Amazon's got some deep pockets, though. It does. I think that it could actually pay to break contracts and things along those lines, too, if they really wanted to. But apparently it's been the most watched series, and and it's only been out three weeks now. Something like that. I think I, I think I might have written this. I think I might have written this like a uh, during last week or something. I it came out uh, between our last podcast and yeah. So now, so it's been. I think it was just after too. I, I think I watched that. I think I think we wrapped that recording that episode, and I went upstairs and I watched an episode or two. Uh, maybe. I think so. I think it, I think it dropped oh, that it, week. It dropped on a Friday. Yeah. So I went upstairs and I was going to watch something before I went to bed. And I saw that and I ended up watching, I think, two episodes of that. Two or three episodes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it, uh, The Boys is really good. Uh, if you've not watched it, definitely go out and see that. Get your your Prime membership on. and. Yeah. I think a lot of people have Prime and they don't actually watch any of the movies on it. Or the right. Shows. Right. So... It just expands out there. Um, in other news, Universal has officially, after saying they weren't going to do this, uh, they've officially pushed back the release of Hunt. 
Okay. Which is a movie that um, has very privileged, rich people, mostly white, hunting very underprivileged okay. people. And it's an action movie, and it looks it looks pretty basic. Like it's like you know the deadliest game kind of a thing, or uh, that one with Ice Cube. You know, just you know, you're hunting people, and they end up fighting back. And it seems like a very basic movie. It's got uh, Hilary Swank, and uh, I can't remember the female actress. But anyway. Um, it's, it's got an okay cast of, you know, B-listers. And apparently because of the subject matter and the recent shootings, they have officially pushed back its release. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw this as a Netflix original coming out. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't real aware of it, so I'm not, not really... I mean, I I probably would have seen it with uh, with my with my Regal Pass, mm-hmm. but I wasn't necessarily looking forward to it. But it's it's funny they they had officially said they were not going to push it back. That it still had a hard, I think September release date. Were they and, showing like trailers and things for it? Yeah, there there I saw trailers for it in the theaters. Okay. Um, so it's been advertising it for the past couple months. And they're they're officially pushing it back, and they will either release it after things quiet down, or it'll just come out on the the modern version of direct to video, right. which will be on streaming platforms. Right. So that's that's a thing. It's uh, um, it's interesting what uh what trailers you'll see at Regal that I won't see at AMC. Well, I also saw this trailer. I think it was for Hobbs and Shaw, but I also saw it for uh, Crawl. Okay, so, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, my final bit of news, uh, Jason Momoa tweeted out that he will not be able to do Aquaman 2 because he got run over by a bulldozer. Okay. Um, he is protesting in Hawaii uh, because they're trying to build a telescope on his people's sacred land. Okay. And so he's been part of a line to to do that and he's encouraging uh, he's encouraging people to go out and protest it and support him but he's been tweeting out that he's not going to be able to do that because of that he's just doing publicity okay run over by a bulldozer he got run over by a bulldozer and so he's not going to be able to do Aquaman 2 you'd okay. think Aquaman would be able to take out a bulldozer though right but yeah, so he's he's trying to use his fame to to get some stuff done, and you kind of applaud that. Yeah, and you know, Aquaman was okay, so <laughs> I'm a little sad. I mean, if he actually got ran over by a bulldozer, I think that collectively a lot of women across the world would just start crying yes. suddenly, like they just they sense the disturbance in the force. Yes, of their panties and. And the seas would rise, and they would, they would. Their tears would fill the seas and cause great floods. He is a pretty man. I <laughs> all right, uh, is that the news? That's all I got for the news. All right, new releases. New releases. 
Uh, so there's a lot of comedy going on this next two weeks. There is. It's kind um, of surprising. So Netflix has their comedy special. Uh, Tiffany Haddish presents They Ready. Um, okay. And that's just a Tiffany Haddish comedy special. Um, and then other Netflix things. Uh, there's a show called Diagnosis, which is... Um, people with weird diseases that are hard to diagnose and it's like a, a doctor who has like a column in like the New York Times or something who is uh, doing like meeting these people and then using like the internet to meet other people who have similar symptoms and yeah, trying to diagnose it, people. It's kind of like crowdsourcing cures, right? Yeah. And yeah, it looks, it I, looks I, kind of interesting, I thought. Yeah, it seems all right. Like, makes me want to watch this and go, oh, I have that too. <laughs> yeah, if it's anything like quarters, it's going to make me think I'm a very sick person. <laughs> so there's Diagnosis, and then there's the show Hyperdrive. Have you have you seen anything about this? I have not. I've actually not been on Netflix. My kids have kind of owned that. I've I saw watching. something for this somewhere else. Because uh, where was... I can't remember where I saw it. I might have actually saw it at the AMC Theater... Like in the commercials beforehand. Um, yeah. And it's a uh, reality series. Um, they have to, like, drive weird. Uh, it's a competition driving thing. Oh, I saw it before Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, that makes sense. Because it's, like, fast and furious in real life. Because they got to, like, drive through things and, like, slide through things and. And it's like, it's like, you've got like an accountant or something that knows how to drive well, and they're they're, they're like normal people doing like these crazy stunt driving. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, it does. So I think I'll watch some of that. They've been investing a lot of money in some reality television and competitions and mm-hmm. game shows and stuff lately. So this makes sense. Yep. So then, uh, so that's Netflix for the next couple weeks. Uh, Amazon has a Jim Gaffigan special. My wife loves Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. He tickles her funny bone in ways that I never could. <laughs> um, so yeah, she'll enjoy that. And I believe he's a Hoosier. I think he's from Indiana. Is he? I'm pretty I sure. Know. I think in one of his earlier stand-up bits, he talked about working at a Mexican restaurant, you know, being one of the whitest people on the planet. Uh, that's how small his He was raised in Chesterton, Indiana. There you go. I have no idea where Chesterton is, but Me good either. for him. Honestly, I don't know anything outside of my hometown. I didn't <laughs> care about that. Sarah knows more about the geography of Indiana than I do. Right. Uh, let's see here. There's the I Mom So Hard. Uh, are you familiar with I Mom So Hard? Nope. Uh, I think there... There's, it's a it's a comedy like bit they do like videos and things like mom comedy and they have like a special on Amazon coming okay fair enough uh, let's see here there's Mike W. Winfield I don't um, know who that is I I think I meant to look this up earlier he's I uh, I Google him and I get lawyers. 
<laughs> okay, fair. So he's not that big. Nope. And then okay. Alonzo Bowden has a special. Yeah, who's Alonzo Bowden? Alonzo Bowden was on uh, the very first season of Last Comic Standing. I remember okay. that. I recognize um, the name, but I just can't think of the person. He's been hosting the uh, the touring Family Feud. If you're if you know that's okay. happening, no, I, I was I was unaware that that was happening. Yeah, no, Good it's Family him. Feud Live, and he's he's the host of it. Okay, fair enough. Good for him. Yeah, so he's got a comedy bit, and then uh, Alice Wetterland from uh, Silicon Valley. Who? Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, I know she's the, and her face looks familiar, but I don't, I don't know, I can't remember I what. Mean, I watched the first episode of Silicon Valley, and that was it. So, right. Um, but she's got a special called "My Mama Is a Human, and So Am I." Uh, but okay. but like within a week's time, Amazon is putting out four comedy specials. Having done like no comedy before this. No, seriously, they're trying to get in on Netflix's comedy position, I guess. Yeah. Or they're trying to more directly Well, like, Jim Gaffigan's a big name to pull for them. It is. It is. I, I can't re- actually recall. Has he done a Netflix special? No, I don't think so. Okay, so, I mean, I, I guess they're just trying to throw it around that Amazon money, and they're, they're getting bigger names. Right. Because, quite frankly, Netflix, their, their bread and butter is either... You know, comedians that have been over the hill or haven't been seen for a while, or people who are just starting up. Yeah. So it would make sense that Amazon is getting people who are hot right now. And Jim Gaffigan is one of the hottest. Yes. I watched, um, what movie was that? Drunk Parents? Uh, with uh, Alec Baldwin and, uh, what's her, is it Selma Hayek? Is that who's in that? I think so, yeah. Um, and uh, Jim Gaffigan's in that, and he, he uh, he's the um, the person that ends up renting their house. Okay. And uh, so, like, they originally they they put the neighbor's house up for rent on Craigslist, and then he shows up, and then, and then they're like, "Well, we can't really rent out the neighbor's house. Let's rent out our house." And we'll live in the neighbor's house. Okay. So they they rented out their house to Jim Gaffigan, and then like Jim Gaffigan starts like wandering around the town, going, going like he's like according to what was it, Megan's Law? Is that what you said? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Megan's he's Law. like he's like I got to tell you that I'm now living at this address. And <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, and he's a sex offender of some sort. So he's there's that and like. Um, uh, and like he changes the locks on the house, and like he turns like the closet into a panic room, and all this other weird stuff. Okay, fair enough. I, I guess I've I've not seen that movie. I, I guess maybe I need to pick it up. It's it's not good, but it's 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 okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel of things I want but, to watch, but I was like, it's got Jim Gaffigan, and he yeah. was pretty good in it. I like him. He's he's a good supporting character, I think. Uh, let's see here. Hulu has a documentary about the amazing Jonathan. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian slash magician. Yep. And he, he's I been think around was battling for cancer. a long time. 
Oh, yeah. I think he started in the 70s or 80s or something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. And uh, I remember seeing it on like Comedy Central Presents. Yeah. He had a special on that, and I really enjoyed it. And he's not like that good of a magician, but he, he's that good of a comedian to make up for it. Yeah. And apparently he was battling illness for a long time, and so I'm glad that they're making this. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a good thing. I'll, I'll probably actually check this out because it's it's it, it meets my Venn diagram of you know stand up comedians and crappy magic. Um, let's see here. On traditional TV, uh, we've got TV. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones is coming to HBO. And yeah, which is about a. Uh, a religious group or family, yeah, who are proselytizing, and they're essentially like a mega church or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's got and, uh, like John Goodman. Yeah, it's and, got a pretty uh, good cast. Yeah. Um, Adam HBO Devine. really wants people to come back to them. They're they're really hurting, so they're they're trying to crank out as much stuff to get people to come back. Yeah. True. But yeah, um, John Goodman is always good, man. So yeah, that looked kind of good. I don't think it's the kind of show I'll watch, but it looked interesting. It looks entertaining. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna pick up HBO for it though. Right? Yeah. You already have HBO. You might watch it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, so I won't. Okay. Um, let's see here. There is a show on Showtime called On Becoming a God in Central Florida. Uh, okay. It has uh, Kirsten Dunst. Okay. And... Oh, so, yeah, I kind of forgot that she existed. Right. So good for her. And she plays, like, a, a middle-aged mom who uh, gets into a multi-level marketing scheme that goes crazy. Okay. And, like, she ends up, like fighting back against the company or something or and like running the thing yourself or it it's it becomes like big crime instead of multi level marketing. Okay, fun, fun. Uh it looks kind that of interesting. interesting. Uh yeah. interesting thing about this show is it was originally ordered for YouTube and then oh, Showtime really? picked it up. Huh. Well that must mean that it's pretty good. Yeah. That's generally what I would take from that. Yeah. Because, I mean, not that YouTube can't come out with good content, but if it's something that's really on that and it gets, you know, taken up by... I mean, Showtime is, you know, mid-tier, but still, it's, yeah. it's higher than YouTube. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, good for good for Kristen Dunst and good for that those people right. involved with that show. Um, it, sounds, it sounds interesting. Is it supposed to be like a dark comedy? Uh... I think so. It looked. I watched the trailer for it. It looked. Yeah, it looked. Maybe. Okay. But yeah, if it's, I I in general like dark comedies, so I might I might try and pick that up, check that out at yeah. some point. Um, I don't know if it was on YouTube, I probably would have looked at it. But it's, since it's on Showtime, I got to go out of my way to to get it. So. Yeah, that's true. I guess if it was on YouTube, I'd watch it too. So, you're lost, YouTube. Yeah, you're lost. Um. Oh, before I get into movies and things, uh, speaking of things that are 
because uh, normally I don't talk about the things that are coming back. But um, Harmon Quest is back on not not the following Sunday, but the eighteenth. And that's on. Is it on Verve? Then? Yep, on Verve. By Verve. That's it. okay. I was like, is it Vive? No, that's something else. That's the HTC uh, VR system. Is Vive? Yes. Yes. Which I, I feel like the shows the show thing should be Vive, and the the VR system should be Verve. Yeah. But, Verve sounds more like a verb. Therefore, you're doing something. And it has VR in it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and well, and also Vive sounds like you're trying to get your right website off the ground maybe i don't know anyway so yeah harman quest is coming back is this season three or season Season three season three i i like harman quest but i don't think i like it for a lot of the reasons other people do but uh, i I tend to enjoy it a little bit more if i know who their little guest star is. yeah so i saw the list and a lot of them i didn't know uh but they're the ones that i did know were uh kate mccucci Okay, yeah. And um, who else was there? Um, there was the guy that does the voice of SpongeBob. Uh, Greg Proops? No. No. Seems like Tom uh, something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, what else was there? There's... Um, I hope that he does the SpongeBob voice. Yeah, me too. Uh, there's Reggie Watts. Okay, cool. And, uh, Darcy Carden. Who is Darcy Carden? Janet. Janet? Oh! I love Janet! Yeah! She is excellent. She is a phenomenal actor. Definitely. So, that's awesome. I might actually even be able to get Sarah to watch that episode. Yep. Because I had her watch the Camille Nanjiani episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but then there's a bunch of, like, uh, like, improv actors and things, people from, like, Upright Comedy Brigade or whatever, and... Sure, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, honestly, those people are the best people for that. You yep. have to be a really good improv yep. comedian to be able to be on that show and be worth a damn. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that they're getting people who are a bit better at that. But, um... Yeah, so that's streaming TV. Uh, Streaming movies, Netflix has a show called Sextuplets, a movie called Sextuplets. And it stars uh, Marlon Wayans as like six different characters. Okay, so he's doing the full Eddie Murphy. Yep. Okay, fair enough. It's like, I found out that my mama had sextuplets and I'm going to get the family back together. Fair enough, yeah. I like Marlon Wayans actually. I think that he's a pretty actor, uh, at least comedic actor. Yeah, I think I think he's he's where um, he's where Eddie Murphy would have been if Eddie Murphy had been born twenty years later. Okay. So so this makes sense. He's just doing the whole the whole crunk thing, or yeah. was it crunk? Yeah, crumps? maybe crumps. I don't know. I think it was crumps. Yeah, crumps. The whole nutty professor thing. And yeah. Norbert and all that. So, so yeah, okay. there's that, and then there's an Invader Zim enter the Florpus. So there, there. It's pronounced Florpus. That's what I said. No, you said Florpus. <laughs> Sounds the same. 
That is so, so earthist. So earthist. I it's it's Florpus. I need to I need to watch Invader Zim again. Yeah, I will not ever let my kids watch that. No. Nope. <laughs> it is a weird, weird show. It is definitely like in the whole Nickelodeon growing pains kind I, of yeah. thing. I really um, only remember the Doom song. Oh, Doom, 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 Doom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was what was that character's name? Glork? Maybe. Glork? I can't recall. It's been know. a long time. It has been it has been at least a decade probably since I've seen any Invader Zim. Let's see if Invader Zim is available on any sort of streaming platform or if you have to buy it to be able to see it. Um It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu? Fantastic. What is what is the streaming on? Like what is this movie coming? Is it coming out on Hulu? It's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. So that's just two, that's just two subscriptions. So what right? you do is you go out and get your your Spotify subscription, which comes with Hulu, <laughs> and then go ahead and just get your Netflix, and then you're out twenty bucks to just see Invader Zim. Oh, uh, side thought here. Um, I guess I got to mention this in the news section, but uh, uh, Disney Plus is coming. You know, in like November. Oh, yeah, or I heard. I heard this. Yeah. You heard the the bundle. I heard, yeah. It's going to have uh, that and Hulu and ESPN Plus for like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, which That doesn't really help you since you're paying like a dollar a month currently. I'm paying, yeah, I'm paying a dollar a month for Hulu, so uh, it's it's not worth it there. But isn't that exactly how much, uh, isn't that exactly how much Netflix costs now? No, I think Netflix is like fifteen ninety nine or something now. Is it? Is that how much I'm paying? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, but I think I saw a thing that's like it's just a coincidence that Disney, Disney's Plus or whatever, is going to be the same cost as. No, it's twelve ninety nine. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so it's the exact same cost. Yeah. As Netflix, and apparently Disney has officially had a statement where it's like it's just a coincidence, but really <laughs> it's them waging war. Yeah. It's the. The Ultra HD four Ultra HD streams for fifteen ninety nine. That's what I was thinking of. Like their standard two HD streams is twelve ninety nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so that's. I was just thinking about that because we were talking oh, yeah, about the yeah. That's it's a good deal on a bundle. That's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, once you're once you're not paying a dollar, but then they'll bring it back. They're gonna have another. For... I mean, at, at that point, I'm just gonna get Spotify for like the five ninety nine, <laughs> and it comes with Hulu for free. All right. Um, so that's streaming movies. We should talk about theater movies. Yeah. Uh, coming out on the fourteenth, which I believe is like a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday the fourteenth is uh. Angry Birds movie two. Yeah, I just sat down and watched the first one with the kids here recently, and I think that they tied in the video game pretty well. I was I was pleasantly surprised with that. Okay. I I was gonna say I haven't played Angry Birds in a while, but that's not true because I had Angry Birds VR on my quest, and I just <laughs> I played the heck out of that. Like like being okay. able to just sit there and pull back a slingshot. 
and like okay, and release it and do you go in the perspective of the bird uh no okay fair you, enough, you're just fair enough. You're, you're the perspective of someone holding a slingshot and a very large birds. person being very cruel to the animals yes okay <laughs> fair enough um, but yeah, uh, Angry Birds. It was it was all right. It was all right. So I can definitely see why they're getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's got a very good cast. It's yeah. got uh, Jason Tudakis. It's got uh, oh, what's his face? Um, a bunch of other Saturday Night Live people. Anyway, right? Um, it's it's a very good cast of voice actors. Very good comedians. Uh, it's also uh, got Josh Gad. Yeah, Josh Gad. Yeah, he plays one of the pigs, I think. And uh, uh, Leslie Jones. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got on my list. No, actually, Josh Gad. I think that he's one of the birds. I think he's the he's the fast bird. I didn't catch any of their names. Like, there's Red. There's Bomb. <laughs> there's okay. Chuck. I don't. I don't really know. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I didn't. Catch no, they any were names. named in the game too. Yeah, I know. They all have names. They all have, they all have proper names. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I actually just saw Angry Birds. I sat down with the kids, and we had popcorn and made okay. it a thing. So they they're actually were all asking, like, can we watch Angry Birds 2 now? And it's like, it's not out yet. Right. Okay, so that comes out on Wednesday. And then on Friday, there's uh, Good Boys, which I yeah, think looks hilarious. Is... The same producers as Superbad, so Seth Rogen and Evan something or other. And it's a bunch of middle skill boys doing raunchy things. Yep. I I saw like a trailer where it's Seth Rogen coming out and talking to the cast and being like, I'm very sorry to tell you this, boys, but you can't see your own movie. <laughs> nice. Because it's apparently a very hard R. Uh yeah, it should. It looks good though. It looks funny. It looks funny. <laughs> I will probably. I will probably at some point go see it at the same theaters. So. And it's going to um, be at my local coming, theaters. So. Yeah. Um, also coming out that same Friday is Forty Seven Meters Down Uncaged. Which I. I haven't I seen any see trailers movie, or anything, but, but. It's. I mean, it's. It's. They're down underwater with scuba gear, and there's a shark. Or okay. a series of sharks. Okay. And so, they're they're just trying to make a little series. These these movies can't be that expensive, right? Um. But yeah, it's it's at least uh, it looks it looks well produced. If this is your kind of thing, it's not mine, but you know, it seems it seems well done. And it seems like a decent sequel. I liked uh, I liked the idea of the first one, mm-hmm. but the first one had to have just printed money because it, it was just one set, you know, just people underwater, right, in a cage with sharks going about. So, yeah. So this is uh, this is they've upped the ante and given it a much bigger budget, but it's still <laughs> going to make a lot of money. Um. Also, that week is where'd you go, Bernadette? Which Sarah's kind of interested in that. She said she read the book and it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a pretty good cast and everything. I don't think, unless Sarah's all like, I, I want to go see this. I, I doubt that I will end up seeing this. Right. 
and I think that it's probably going to be beaten out by um, Angry Birds when yeah, it comes yeah. to the whole box office. Um, but also coming out is Blinded by the Light. Yeah. Which is Bruce Springsteen is getting his biopic-esque story. Uh, biopic. It's, it's more um, like yesterday. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like what yesterday was for of. the Beatles. This is Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Also taking place in England. Also involving a minority. Yes. Because they're Pakistani, minority? right? Yeah, they're they're. I think they're Pakistani. I think. So. I think. There was at least a scene in the trailer where it's like "Go home, Pakis." Yeah. So, um. So yeah, it's very much you know. It seems interesting. I don't know if I necessarily would see this, but it's just it's because I like Bruce Springsteen. I don't love Bruce Springsteen. Like I don't I don't think I can actually name more than one or two songs of his. Yeah, me too. I assume one of them is Blinded by the Light. Is it? I have no idea. I'm I'm assuming that. I mean, yesterday was one of the Beatles songs, so um Yes. Okay, so. Um, I didn't realize that was Bruce yeah. Springsteen. So. Like, I know the song. I did yeah, not know yeah. it was Bruce Springsteen. Uh, but I feel like well, Born well, to Run is, the, is the people, more well, like the, by the... light. the one you're thinking of is a cover of his song. Is it? Yes. It is a cover of his song. It's one of those things that he made this song. Song and the cover actually took off better than his his version. Okay. It's blinded by the light. Right. Because that's what you're thinking of, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the song, but that's not that that's not Bruce Springsteen performing that. Okay. You're thinking gotcha. of I can't, rem- I, I can't remember. Man for Man is that the yeah. That might be it, but it's a different band. Gotcha. So uh, the the popular version is not the Bruce Springsteen. It's not the Springsteen version. version, but he is he is the originer originator gotcha. of that song. So yeah. So now that we've worked that out on media Springsteen show, right? Um, I still think still think Born to Run would have been a better title for the movie. I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure that there's a reason. It might take place before that. You know, timeline-wise? Maybe. I, I just, I have no idea. I don't know much about Springsteen, and I don't have And I, I don't know anything about the plot of this movie, so... Yeah, uh, but it's it, it seems interesting, it seems well done, and I don't know, go see it. It's probably going to be good if you like Springsteen. It's definitely going to have a good soundtrack. Yeah. I don't think it's uh, going to... I think there's way too many movies coming out this week for... For fantasy movie league, uh, and like it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. I think Angry Birds is going to make a fair amount of money, but yeah, the thing but is, it's going to be expensive. Well, not only that, but this is also the first week my kids are going back to school. So I think the rest of the nation officially is going to be in school, right? So I mean, some kids might go see this on the weekend, but I don't know. I really don't know. I think Good Boys. I think I think Forty Seven Meters Down will make a lot of money. Right, as you know, we'll as see how expensive makes, that is. Know, all of that, uh, but 
I really don't know. It's a very difficult week. It's a very difficult week to figure out what is what. Uh, but the next week, um, it's probably going to be carryovers, would be my guess. Uh, because on the 21st, Wednesday, Ready or Not, which I keep calling Hide and Seek, <laughs> uh, comes out. And I think that this is a brilliant concept for a movie. Because if you have not seen trailers for it, uh, essentially what happens is this woman marries into this family and on her wedding night, the family wants to play a game and she has to select the game. And what she chooses is hide and seek, which is why I keep calling it that. But she has to go and hide in their mansion. And there's like, you know, there's maids, there's butlers, there's housekeepers, there's the family, the old lady, all this, you know, kind of... um, a kind of clue-esque kind of set of characters. And they have to hunt down and kill her as a sacrifice. Otherwise, something bad will happen to the family. Okay. And it's it's very interesting in the sense that they can come out with a series of prequels to this. Because apparently they've been doing this for centuries as a family. Huh. And you can actually have prequels where it's the family succeeding in the sacrifice. So you'll have, like, Mousetrap, where the <laughs> house is turned into a huge Rue Goldberg thing, where this person is trying to escape, and it doesn't even have to be a woman. It's just somebody marrying into the family. Um, but they're, they're thinking they're escaping, but really they're just shifting these pieces around, and they're going to think they're escaping, and then a trap will spring at the very end. Or they'll have Operation, which will be kind of a... Uh, uh, like a hostel or a Wolf Creek kind of gruesome thing, where something's or you know Saw esque, yeah, where it's very gross and all that. But they can have like a series of spinoffs that is just based on a bunch of games. I'm sure like if it does tag. well. They're planning that tag. Oh yeah, if it, yeah <laughs> tag exactly. No exactly, and a bunch of things that nobody owns the concept to. You know. Checkers, chess, all this kinds of stuff. I think it's brilliant what they've done. And I've officially written their sequel. You can have that mousetrap one, everybody. <laughs> you can have it. Just put my name somewhere in there. Not John or not Gino. Not John. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Just put not Gino in there. Not Gino. Alright. Uh and then later that week there's uh Overcomer. Um, yeah, I actually have no idea what that is. It is. It's kind of a. Let me tell you here. It's uh, where'd that go? It uh, life changes overnight for Coach John Harrison when his high school basketball team and state championship dreams are crushed under the weight of unexpected news. When the largest manufacturing plant shuts down and hundreds of families leave their town. John questions how he and his family will face an uncertain future. Um, okay. It's a it's is a it, sports. Um, is it, is, is a, it a sports religious movie? Uh, yeah, inspired by the words and prayers of a newfound friend. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. It's 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 a it's a sports god. Way to way to read into that. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I saw where this was going. I saw where it was going. Um. Also, that week, Angel is fallen. Angel Has Fallen, which is a sequel to London Has Fallen, which is a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Starring Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman. And the next one is Help Has Fallen and I Can't Get Up. 
That's right. Uh, it's them in a retirement home. Yes. Um, I've actually not seen either London Has Fallen or Olympus Has Fallen. I, I have. have. They're not bad. Movie. I have to say that this movie has spoiled it because now I know that both of them make it out each time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which true. makes me think that both of them will make it out of this. Yeah, probably. Uh, but it's Gerard Butler in an action movie with Morgan Freeman. So, you know, it's right there. It's, you know, proof is in the pudding. And uh, also there's Britney Runs a Marathon. All right, which, so what's that? Um, I believe it's an Amazon film. Um, I don't know that if it's available in theaters or not. Um, but I, oh, I you put it here. I saw a trailer for it. Um, I think before the boys, maybe or something. Okay. Uh, but it's a girl who um. Runs a marathon. It's like getting her life together. Uh, it stars um, Jillian Bell. Okay. Um, I, I recognize her face. What has she been in? Uh, she was the... Did you see Fist Fight? I did not, know. You wanted me to watch it so bad. I never... And she was in uh, Workaholics. I've, yeah, I've not seen that either. Um, and Rough Night are the big things she's. I don't like, think I've seen Rough Night either. She's like a, a like mid to larger blonde girl. Um. Okay, she's a plus size actress. And she, this is she's like, I don't know if she like lost weight for the movie or if she's lost weight since the other movies and she's wearing some extra weight in the movie, but, like, she she gets skinnier and runs a marathon and things in this movie. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up on IMDb. I recognize her face. Right. I don't know anybody else from the movie, I don't Right, think. I don't either. Um, but uh, the trailer made it look pretty good. Uh, oh, she was in... Um... Yep, never mind. Originally oh, titled Run, Run Fat Boy Run Rough 2. <laughs> okay. Um, Rough Night. I did actually see that. Oh, did you? So I remember her, yes. Okay. She's the she's the overbearing friend. Okay. I didn't see that one. It, it, I feel as though she is like the, the, the poor Rebel Wilson. Yeah. You know, like it's it's if you want to cast Rebel Wilson, but she can't act in your thing, either either you can't afford it. Or she has, you know, conflicts. You cast her instead. Yeah. So, you know, good for her. I'm glad she, you know, lost a fair amount of weight. Um, but, yeah, I remember her. She's funny. She's funny. So, that's that's good. That's good for her. I bet you that'll be pretty funny. Um, we want to get into what we've been watching? Yeah. Let's dive into you got that. anything else? Uh... Um, no, I nothing else movies-wise, but yeah. I think we both binged and have talked about The Boys fairly well. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's good. It's Go good. watch it. If, you, <laughs> if you're unaware of it, it's it's a realistic take on if superheroes did exist and if they were kind of real people. So it's kind of like a, like a dark comedy version of The Watchmen, which The Watchmen is coming out soon on HBO, I believe. So 
you know, Amazon has beat them out. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's really entertaining. There's funny parts. There's some good action. If you're a comic book fan, I think you'll you'll enjoy a lot of it. Yeah, uh, it's very similar in style to Preacher, and because of that, I went back and started watching Preacher again. I okay. watched like one episode with Becca, and I think we're gonna watch it together. Okay, fair enough. I I remember watching. I think I might have watched a few episodes with you. Yeah, but I, I did not continue on with that. I I it's been a while since I watched it, so yeah, we're starting again, starting over. I I didn't okay. remember a whole lot of it. Um, All right, fair enough. But it's uh, about a preacher who suddenly gets like the voice of God or something. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part's the the vampire though. <laughs> Yeah, I believe he was the best character, if I recall. And, and just, we watched that, and Becca's all like, what, there's suddenly a vampire? Like, yes. And, and it's that's, all that's like... Becca's, that's Becca's jam. Suddenly yes. vampire. Um, and, uh, like, um, yeah, it's very similar in the, like, explodey blood sort of way in the... Um, yeah, and the, the way it's written and things, I think, I think the boys in Preacher are very, I mean, it's, it's the same producers. Yeah, which is Seth Rogen and Evan, what's his name? Right, and Evan, what's his name? I, I can't recall his name and I'm just not going to learn it. Okay. That's, that's, I've, I've set my mind to that. Even if I meet him in person, I'm going to call him Evan, what's his name? Okay, it's Goldberg, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's what's what's his his name? name. It's what's his name. I will make him a laser engraved plaque <laughs> that he can put on his door. Evan, what's his name? All right, you know Seth Rogen's friend. That'll yeah. be the subtitle. <laughs> sub- yeah. Uh, let's see here. What what else have you watched? I have been watching Columbo. Again? Uh, the first <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love Columbo. But the first season is on IMDb TV. Okay. And so I, I've officially binge watched that, and I've gotten to the point where I, there's no more. So I had to go find Columbo and other not so <laughs> so tenable means. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Columbo. Columbo is fantastic. But now it's on IMDb TV, which is a free streaming service. You just watch it with ads. But the thing is, with Columbo, it was intended to be watched with ads. So there are there are pa- there are places where it's very logical. Like there's a beat where it fades to black. And yeah. there should be just a commercial break. And it's just how it was originally and planned and intended and shot and everything. And do the, the ads on that to, service fit into the the ad breaks in the show? Yeah, exactly. They they fit in they fit I, in. Yeah, just I fine. like that. I I've I've seen like other situations where you'll get an ad break in the middle of something and then yes, it'll come in or, and you'll see a beat where it goes like it should be an ad break. Yes, where it fades to black and that's supposed to be where the ad was supposed to happen. And that just shows that they, that streaming service, whatever it is, did not actually care about it. And they just, they had their time marks of like, okay, we're going to get five ads in this. Yeah. And with the IMDb TV, it was, somebody had gone through and they'd actually marked out the places where ad breaks were supposed to happen. Nice. And, uh, you know, I've gushed about Columbo a million times, but now it's on IMDb TV, so go check that out. And also, the streaming service of IMDb TV, they actually have a fair amount of content. It's stuff that's also available, like, on 
what is it, Crackle and YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. They've got movies and stuff like that, all with ads. But it's not, um, it's not bad. It's a pretty good service. Okay. So check that out. Um, I'm also continuing on with Community. Mm-hmm. We're in the sixth and final season. So is that all? Is Community all in one place now, or like, is it it's on all Hulu? on Hulu? It's all on Hulu. Okay. All six seasons. Okay. And we're just waiting for the movie to come out. Right. Um, but I have to say that the sixth season. We laugh at some jokes, but it's more or less laughing at the characters in the jokes as opposed to the real clever writing and right. the real clever character development. Like, season five, to me, is the final true season of Community. And season six is really just a pale comparison. Yeah. But that, that one came out on, like, Yahoo TV or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. It was, and you can just tell that their budget went down. Their, they lost a lot of the writers, and they were able to keep just one-tenth of the cast, really. Um, let's see here. You watching any other TV? Uh, I watch... Um, I've been watching more Hunter Hunter. Okay. Um, I, I ran out of what was on Netflix. And okay. I had to find the stuff that was on Toonami. Okay, um, fair enough. Which... Uh, I missed Tom. It, uh, for, if you go to, like, Adult Swim's website, they have it on there, and you have to authenticate with a cable provider to see it. Okay. Um, but they only have, like, two-thirds of the, of the following episodes. So, like, okay. they've got season two and season three, and their season one that they did goes further than seasons one, two, and three <laughs> of Netflix. If that yeah. makes sense. They're, they're, they're either like, okay, so I've seen it two ways. There's well, season one and season two on on Hulu, which is like the first 58 episodes are dubbed. Okay. And then the, the last like 90 episodes are are subtitled on Hulu. Or there's okay, fair three seasons. The first 58 episodes are break, broken down into three seasons on Netflix. Um, and that's the dub part. And then, like, if you're looking for more dubbed, it would have been on Toonami, but they, they did, like, they did, like, a hundred episodes on, in the first season of, of Hunter Hunter on Toonami. Okay. And then there's seasons two and three, which is another, like, 58 episodes or something like that. I feel that this is one of those buying charts for buying, like, a new video game. Where you have to order through GameStop and right. pre-order it, and you have to get the premium edition if you want to have the DLC content. And it it seems like a very complicated chart just to watch an anime. So but it I'm was, glad you've gone through the hard stuff. For it was you. it was very difficult, and I found it on some Russian anime site. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you want some sort of weird Russian virus. Right, no, I run an ad Check blocker, out. but apparently if you run the ad blocker on the website, uh, they'll permanently ban your IP. So. <laughs> excellent, you know, excellent. They really, really want to give you those Russian viruses. Right. They don't, <laughs> they want you to see the ads, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, I, I was going to share the website, but no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's right. It's it's a pretty well known anime website, I guess. But 
Fair enough. So if you like Googled this, you could probably find, come across right. it. Right. Russian anime website. Okay. You get it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So was it worth all of that trouble? Uh, I am like 10 episodes past that, and it's, it's interesting. The, the whole, the whole, um, story is very different now. Um. Okay. Like, in a positive, or just different? So, like, the, the first half is all about them, like, becoming hunters, and, uh, going through the hunter exam, and then, like, the, the third season of the first three seasons, whatever, they're on Netflix, is all about this one character and his uh, his like issues with this group of people, and okay. and then in like season four and four like where wherever past that, uh, that character doesn't exist anymore. Like he's he leaves. Okay. And it's just the two main characters that were kind of side characters in the third season are now the main characters in the rest of the the show. And they're they are they're playing a game. Where they're sucked into the game, there's okay. air quotes around game, but like yeah. like there's like in-game magic and things, and so there's there's all sorts of weird stuff that that they have to do so and learn me, and things. But it's it's point, still pretty good. At any point, do they have? Does a hunter have to hunt a hunter? Yes. Okay, so it earns its name. Yes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Nothing drives me more crazy than anime that don't actually have anything to do with their name. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's I guess that's it as far as TV goes, I think. Okay. Um, I've actually, because thanks to Regal Unlimited, which I'm paying twenty one ninety nine a month for, uh, I'm seeing a fair amount of movies. Uh, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which... Uh, do you like Tarantino? Yeah, mostly. Um, I think that this is by far his best. It gets, like, there's a few dialogue pieces, and the third act is very Tarantino. But it seemed like the least Tarantino-esque movie that he's made. And I think, by far and away, it's the best that he's made, too. I mean, not only does he have the best cast possible for it, uh, I think his writing skill and his directorial skills, everything it's culminating in, like, it's 10,000 hours. And... Mm -hmm. And it, this is definitely his pinnacle so far. I would not be surprised if this sweeps a lot of things in Hollywood uh, for the the awards and everything. Really? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And the thing is, it's a story about Hollywood making movies. Nothing, Hollywood loves nothing more than movies about Hollywood making movies. <laughs> All right. I, I, I wanted so... to see that. I, I keep seeing that it's two hours and forty one minutes long, and I go. It's long. There's there's a place in the middle where it does kind of meander a bit, but it's it's really good. It's good for Brad Pitt. It's really good for um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, the Margot Robbie things, I feel as though it's it's in there for a reason, but it feels very shoehorned. You okay. know. Do they? Like it's it not like individual story kind. Of, they all they're all working together, right? Like it's all it's all one movie, right? It's not like separate stories or. Yes, it's not like four rooms or something like that. Okay. Or, or um, it's got a bit of a Pulp Fiction feel in the sense that all the characters kind of intertwine. Okay. But it's not like Pulp Fiction in the sense that it's a series of vignettes. Like right. It's yeah. Not, okay. You're not following one character and then it cuts to a different time for another character. It's a it's a continuous timeline. Gotcha. Of, let's say uh, a series of 
I think over the series of like a year or so. Okay. Is what the movie takes place. And it's it's all really good. I, I highly recommend that. Um, if you want to get a jump on the Oscars and everything, it's definitely going to be up for some awards, and I would not be surprised if it wins a couple. Okay. Um, uh, we both watched Hobbs and Shaw. We both did. And having said that I've only actually probably seen the first Fast and Furious movie, I might have seen one more. Okay. Um, I was not lost. I was not lost. I was aware that these were characters within the Fast and Furious franchise, and they were both kind of villains in the Fast and Furious universe. Uh... Like, not villains, villains, but, like, they've they've at least individually gone against the Fast and Furious crew. Yes, so, like, in one movie, like, The Rock's against them, and the next movie, like, he's working with them against Shaw. Yeah. And then in the following movie, then, like, they're, they're they have to team together up. against, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also I'm aware that, you know, the Hollywood insight on this is the reason why this was made was because The Rock and Vin Diesel hate each other. Okay. And the, the Rock really doesn't want to work with Vin Diesel ever again. And so in order to keep Hobbs' character in the universe, they had to do a spinoff. And apparently a lot of the actors from the Fast and Furious franchise are really upset that they're breaking up the family kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And... There's a there's a few scenes of like you know family that seemed right. like they were just put in there because that's the motif in the, the, the Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious franchise, yeah. um, and it didn't seem like it actually took it, it didn't seem like it actually needed to be there. I guess in this movie, but in general, it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was a fun ride. There, it's fun. It's the thing is, is that the reason why I don't like a lot of the Fast and Furious movies is because of the impossible <laughs> stunts. Yeah. And there's like a scene at the very beginning where Shaw jumps on a grenade and puts the pin back in. That's not how grenades work. <laughs> that's okay. not how grenades work at all. Once you let go of that lever, a spark goes into it, and that's like the countdown. It's like a fuse lit. And by putting the pin back in, like if, if, the, if the lever hadn't been flipped up, then the spark wouldn't have happened and the fuse wouldn't have been lit. And so you can put the pin back in of any grenade like that. But once it's been dropped, it's going to blow up. Okay. So what he's doing is he's jumping on and putting his hands in his face right in front of a grenade that's about to blow up. (laughs) And that doesn't happen. And then there's just a bunch of other stuff. And then not to mention the end with all of the cars. Because, of course, it's a Fast and Furious movie. You have to have a lot of interesting vehicles doing amazing things. I thought it was very outrageous in that sense, but I thought it was fun. it was definitely funny. Yeah, and I I don't feel as though it made me like oh I need to go see all of the prequels to Hobbs and Shaw. No, uh, but it was it was it was fun. It was a lot of entertaining fighting action and car scenes. Um, but it's definitely not one of my favorite movies. But apparently it is one of the highest rated Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's them bringing it up a notch. And I loved, loved Ryan Reynolds in this. I yes. want to watch a movie of him. I want yes. that character. I want just a movie of that character. Basically Deadpool in the Fast and Furious universe. Right. I want that. <laughs> I need that to happen. I will go see an entire spinoff series of the spinoff series. 
It'd be like Hobbs uh, and yeah, Shaw Hobbs and Locke. Fast and Fur- Hobbs and Shaw presents the Fast and Furious presents Deadpool and <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw and Fast <laughs> Furious. Like he stole the two scenes that he was in in that movie. It was just fantastic yeah. and phenomenal. And uh, that was that was just the absolute best of that. It was worth it was worth going to see that movie just for those scenes. Did you did you you stayed through the? I did. I okay. saw the I saw the end. Yeah. Okay. Like, because the the guy that was sitting next to me just took off, which was good because he smelled terrible, but okay. he missed all the the bits at the end. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. No, we we stuck around for a few more minutes. Okay. I, I saw it with my dad, buddy. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it it was worth it just for that. I said. Um, Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Michael, Michael Oxmall. Oxmall. Michael yeah, Oxmall. Yeah. Michael Oxmall. Uh, um, but yeah, it was it was worth it just for those. It was it was fun, and it's a lot of action. It's just it's just if you prefer your action a little bit more grounded in reality, it's not going to be for you. Um, right. Speaking of uh, action grounded in reality, I also saw the Brave Little Toaster with my kids, <laughs> okay. and I have to say that it's not necessarily aged well. But right. I don't know if it necessarily aged well, like while it was coming out. Okay. The thing is, I was watching it with the kids and with my wife and everything, and they the all of the inanimate objects—the toaster, the blanket, the lamp, the Radio and the vacuum cleaner all call the kid the master. <laughs> the okay. master's coming. The master. Oh, it's the master. You know, just all of this stuff. And it's like, wow, that went totally over my head when I was a kid. <laughs> These are a series of slaves waiting for their master to return. Um, but yeah, the kids enjoyed it i thought that they would find it really scary especially during the whole you know cannibalization scenes um but it was it was it was good they they enjoyed it um it's just i don't know i think it's one of those things that unless you have nostalgic glasses for it there's no point in seeing it yeah i i don't intend to watch that again yeah, there's 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 no real point to it. Now, Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. That's a masterpiece. <laughs> I forgot that existed. Uh, it exists, yes. I think there were two or three Brave Little Toasters. But anyway, um, did you see anything else? Uh, I watched The Hustle. Okay, so is that the Rebel Wilson and... Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. I was thinking it's like Princess Di or something like that. <laughs> She's the Princess Genovia. I know that. Uh, yes, so she is my princess. Dirty, dirty Rotten Scoundrels, right? Uh, I have not seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but I, you I need to so. watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels because that's Michael Caine and uh, Martin Lawrence. No, Steve Martin. Okay. I was way off. Steve Martin. So Steve Martin and Michael Caine. And they're essentially con men. And one of them is a rich con man. And the other one is like a poor slummy. And they kind of work together. 
It's it's basically just a gender swap of dirty rotten scoundrels. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so watch that and compare. Like right now, let's let's pause the tight ninety. Uh, I'm looking at the plot Actually, of Dirty Rotten Sixty, and it's it's, it's less money, but it looks watching. it looks very similar. Yeah, it's. I think it's the because okay, at the very end, here's here's some spoiler talk about both of them. At the very end, is the the dot com billionaire? Is he really just a scammer? Yep. He's, he's just a con man, right? Yep. And he ends up conning both of the women. Yep. Yep, dirty rotten scoundrels. It's okay. exactly the exact same story. Okay. Now yeah. you know. So yeah. So if you have issues with either Rebel Wilson or Anne Hathaway, go see the Steve Martin and Michael Caine one. But it seems funny. I, I the only reason I didn't see that was because I didn't want to pay to see it. Right. And if it was in theaters right now, I definitely would have gone and seen that. It looked really funny. I enjoy Rebel Wilson. And I think Anne Hathaway plays... She is a fantastic comedic actress. And she really knows how to... She really knows how to push the envelope while still being classy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It came out on video this last week. Okay. So, yeah. I'll probably check it out sometime. Maybe Sarah will be interested with it. Yeah. Um... I also saw it yesterday. I went and saw it with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Sarah didn't... Sarah had an issue where at no point does the main character say thank you to anybody. Okay. Like when he gets his guitar, he doesn't actually say thank you. Uh, when people help him out, he doesn't say thank you. And she also discovered a plot hole. If... What's her face? The the main girl, if she fell in love with him when he was performing Wonderwall, which is an Oasis song, which was basically right. inspired by the Beatles, how did she love him in this universe? Right. And also, why didn't he just start stealing from Oasis? Because obviously he knew Wonderwall. Right. And so there's a lot of little things there, but it was it was well done. It's got an excellent soundtrack, and I think. Um, where Across the Universe is like a series of music videos inspired by Beatles songs. This was a movie inspired by the Beatles soundtrack. Yeah. The, and it's it's really good. The thing about it that's been bothering me since I saw it was the, the fact that there were no cigarettes. Yes. And I was like, does this mean that like the whole tobacco trade and stuff didn't happen? Because that would totally change that world. I think, I think, that they they exist in a universe where hard drugs don't actually exist. Okay. I think that there was no cocaine, therefore no Coca-Cola, therefore yeah. the Beatles weren't drug-fueled to make their stuff, and therefore there are no cigarettes, there's probably no cigars, there seem to be marijuana. Maybe. And a few other things. Like, it's a, it's a very interesting universe that I kind of want to get to the crux of. What's the actual thing missing? Yeah. But it, I thought that was really entertaining because he's obviously existing in a universe where a lot of things are different, um, such as spoilers. There is no Coca-Cola in this universe, right. which also the Beatles sang about. So he literally can't use that song because nobody will get that reference. <laughs> he shoot Coca-Cola because Pepsi-Cola just doesn't work there. Right. 
But uh, by far my favorite song was Hey Dude. Hey Dude. Yeah. I thought it was a little too heavy on... Uh, Ed Sheeran? What's his face? Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Um, but I think he produced the movie and everything, so... Maybe. You know, fair enough. Yeah. But it was really good. I, I was thoroughly entertained, and I enjoyed the movie. I thought the uh, Ed Sheeran's little song in the competition was really good, too. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's good. He's he's obviously a good... He's a good artist. He's a good songwriter and everything. But also, I thought that he was just such a pissy little bitch in that scene, too. Yeah. Like, he literally broke up the party because he wasn't the best writer. <laughs> um... But yeah, the thing is, also, we came home and we ended up writing some, or we ended up listening to some Beatles songs, and Sarah wants me to test her at some time in the future, uh, which if she listened to the podcast, hold on, let me actually pull this up, because I have a reminder set up. Um, let's see here. On, uh, on Wednesday, June 24th, 2020, I'm going to tell Sarah, you just got hit by a bus, write all the Beatles songs. Yeah. <laughs> And she has to write as many possible songs as she can by the Beatles that day. Okay. So, yeah, so if she, uh, if she listens to this podcast, she will have a warning, and she can actually cram before this happens. Uh, but she asked me to, 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 uh, to do this to her at some point in the near future. And so, yeah, uh, June 24th, 2020, I am going to hit Sarah with a bus and tell her to write all the Beatles songs. Hit her with a bus. What day of the bus. week is that? It's a Wednesday. Okay. It's a good day to get hit by a bus. Yeah. It breaks up the week. It does. Hit by a bus. Woo woo. All right. Uh, what else we got? Um, I watched the first half of Harmontown uh, documentary uh, about the Harmontown podcast. Okay. Basically, uh, it takes place um, after uh, Community is canceled. Okay. And uh, Dan Harmon's looking for some sort of creative outlet, and he starts doing the Harmontown podcast uh, at like a club or whatever in L.A. And then they decide to take it on the road, and this follows them on the road. Yeah, um, I've not listened to any of the Harmontown podcast. Is that necessary? No. Okay. Uh, you learn things like um, apparently you know Spencer uh, Crittenden was a was a listener of the podcast and then showed up and they were all like, "We want to play D and D. Is anyone familiar with D and D?" And he stand up and is all like, "Me." And okay, that's funny because he's in um, he's in the sixth season of Community. Is he? Yeah, he's um, he's Annie's brother. Okay, so maybe it wasn't after Community got... Maybe it was between, like, season five and six or something? Well, the the, the series was canceled after season five, and then Yahoo picked it back up. Okay. So... Yeah. I mean, it, it, it very likely can take place right there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so it's like them touring the country, getting drunk, and playing D&D. Like, it, to me, sounds a lot like a home movie. It doesn't sound that entertaining. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, it's not a very creative person. You know, Dan Harmon is very creative, and it might be just worth 
checking out for that to see, you know, the inside of creativity. Yeah, like, I felt like I was learning a lot, but I haven't gotten back to watching the rest of it, so I don't know. Fair like, enough. Like, I got to the point where he was in Nashville, and okay. then and then I watched that, and then I turned it off and went to bed. So, like, they showed him at Zany's, and I was like, Zany's, eh? Uh-huh. And I was like, wait I, a minute. I know Zany's. I mean, that is a chain, though. Yeah. And I was like, and then he's all like, sorry, Nashville. Like... <laughs> That's and funny. and he, so pro- if you want to he proceeded Dino's to get life, really drunk please email, on. Please email spoilers to Harmontown right after the Nashville scene to <laughs> Media Monday Show at gmail.com. All right. And that's that's all I've watched. What do you got? I watched also Crawl, uh, which I watched it in the way that I prefer to watch any kind of horror or jump scare esque movie, is with me the only one in the theater. Okay. Yeah, I was sitting front. That way, when you pee yourself, no one. That no means one. that I can actually scream and holler and cringe and flinch <laughs> as many times as my body feels the need to. Because if I go with a bunch of other people, I feel as though I have to put myself in a straitjacket and also <laughs> kind of close my eyes during certain scenes because you know when it's coming. Um, and crawl is it's it's kind of weird in the sense that it feels. Like, it's basically kind of like Cujo, where it's it's a realistic scenario. Because uh, for people who don't know, the concept is uh, there's this guy, and he was working on his house during a hurricane in Florida. And he goes down the crawl space, and there's an alligator down there. And him and his daughter have to try and get out of the crawl space because it is currently flooding, and therefore the alligators are able to move a lot easier. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like something that has happened in Florida. Okay. Um, but the thing is, the issue I, the big issue I had with it is there were too many alligators. Like, it's literally just, like, probably 30 alligators throughout the movie. Okay. And so, there's a scene where one of them gets killed, one of the alligators, and it doesn't fucking matter at all. Like, you think, okay, now the tide has turned. It's going to be, you know, uh, two versus two, two humans versus two alligators. Who's going to win? But there's, like, 50 more alligators outside of the house, just swimming around hmm. and it's it's not good and also the movie just kind of suddenly ends you really expect something else to happen and I feel as though they could do a sequel where it takes place right after the it fades to black but it's just really it's really nonsensical like it's it's not actually how alligators behave it's just a series of jump scares gotcha. um it is very girl power, though. Like, uh, it's a horror movie. And the thing is, a lot of horror movies seem to be going that way, where the most competent character is this girl, mm-hmm. and she's the one that's going to get out. You just know she's going to survive. And so it's good in that sense. And it had to have been relatively cheap. I mean, the CGI was expensive, but it's really just a cast of, like, ten people in total. Um, but, yeah, I would not recommend Crawl. Even to horror fans, I'm like, ah, just don't see it in theaters. If okay. you really need to see it, go out and see it. It wasn't great, but it's it it it, it fixed my little jump scared. And I saw that the theater was completely empty, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go see Crawl. Okay. Uh, anything uh, else? But that's that's all I've been watching, really. All right, then let's wrap it up. All right. Rep, 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 rep. Um, so, yeah, you can uh, find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. 
you can uh, join us in the Fantasy Movie League. Um, yeah. The league is Media Monday Show. The password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E-N-O. And uh, let's see here. Uh, email us with any questions or shout-outs or whatever, and we'll probably give you a shout-out on the podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Media we, Monday we Show are, at gmail.com. We are so thirsty for your, con- for your confirmation that there's somebody out there listening. So if you are listening to this, let us know. If, in fact, if the first 20 people to email us with the title of a movie or a television series, we will watch the first season of the television series or the entire movie. And it can be the worst movies or the worst television series hmm. we could ever think of. And we will subject ourselves to that. Just please reach out to us. <laughs> we are thirsty bitches. Yeah, uh, I was just now checking, and I was like, well, maybe we got an email, because I, I, I've not checked it in a while, but no. No. I even no. checked the spam, and we, ha- we have one spam email. <laughs> Yay, we've got a spammer! Um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, so yeah, we'll if you're a spammer out there, please reach out to us. <laughs> yes. I got an email that today that was all like, orgasm in seconds, and I was like... I don't need Done. that. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Orgasm is my trigger word. <laughs> All right. So, uh, All right. so we'll see you I in two weeks. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.